This time, it's just me, Greg. Welcome to Take It EV. Today, I'm going to be talking about a subject that I have a lot of experience with, which is ownership of an EV without access to an off-street parking and off-street charging. Let's get to it. Let's start by asking ourselves why someone wants to have an EV. In my case, it was the uh, the cost of ownership, mainly the maintenance. I used to spend a lot of money on diesel and maintenance of my diesel car. It was fun to drive at the time, but I bought it when I lived in Belfast and I would drive a lot. Driving in London, obviously, is a bit different to driving in Belfast. I bought my EV when I lived in a flat in London and I did not have access to uh, my own charging point. I did have my own dedicated parking space, but I couldn't get a charger installed. The other reason you might want to have an EV is because you don't drive a lot on a daily basis. And that's fair enough. There's plenty of pretty cheap EVs on the second-hand market available to everybody. You also want to ask yourself, how much do you actually drive a day on average? You might find that actually most people don't drive more than about 50-60 miles a day. Another reason is the environmental impact, which I would actually put above the previous ones, even the cost of ownership. The last point is very simple. They're fun to drive. Let's be honest, EVs are much more fun to drive than in any ICE car I have ever owned or driven. And that includes high-end performance vehicles. Even the slouchest EV will have far more responsive throttle, which just means pure fun. And let's be honest, who wants to race on the road? Unless you're a teenager or, you know, middle-aged men like myself. So you do want to buy an EV, even though you know you're not going to have access to your own dedicated charging point. Excellent. Here's a few things you need to do before you consider a particular car. Find out what is the average distance you're going to drive on a daily basis. What is the range you're looking for? Make sure that you put a bit of a reality check on top of the manufacturer's given uh, range, considering things like temperature, the terrain. Lastly, find your local EV owners group on Facebook and other forums. There's plenty of them out there. I could mention quite a few, but I don't want to bias anyone against one of the, uh, against the other. There's tons of them out there. Some people are very critical of off-street parking owners. Don't worry about it. There's plenty of us who owned cars without our own charging spots, and we, we're fine. We've done it. Here's some other tips. If you commute to work, Ask at your workplace if they would be willing to install a charging point for you. That will solve a lot of problems. Ask your neighbours with driveways or parking that's very close to your windows if you could use it from time to time. Consider any rapid chargers are in, the, in your area. Make sure you understand that there will be much more walking involved as you would have to drop off the car somewhere at the destination charger and then make your way home. Here is my own experience. So I bought a 30 kilowatt hour Nissan Leaf 
whilst living in London. We were lucky that we had few charging points in the area, including a garage about half a mile away with a rapid charger. Well, you say, Greg, that's great. Obviously, you bought an EV because you had access to the rapid charger. In reality, you have to remember that you don't own any of these points. The garage nearby was obviously interested in charging their own cars, demo cars and and other customers' cars. The garage would close at 5pm and wouldn't be open overnight. So I couldn't rely solely on that charging point. We have asked our neighbours if we can park in the front of the, the block of flats and I, I would quite often just drop the cable from the second floor down to the car to charge it up overnight. Just like in a previous case, I couldn't rely on this 100% of the time, but it was very nice. You might not know that just yet, but I would urge you, if you're considering an EV and you don't have access to the off-street uh, parking with a charging point, just go around and ask, do a bit of research, and you might find that it's not going to be a problem. These days, I do have my own charging point because we moved the town I live in, Tunbridge, in Kent, recently actually uh, got the uh, rapid charge point installed at the local garage. We don't have any destination chargers. However, there are plenty of people around who are willing to give up their own charger at their own house for other users. So go around. You might find actually that there is somebody with a charging point already installed that you might use. Lastly, I urge you to go around and ask your council about charging points. Many people wait and expect the councils and the government to install the charging points before they get an EV. But actually, this isn't the way that it works. They do have a budget for these things if you look up OLEV, Office for Low Emission Vehicles. They do have they do give, give out grants to councils and companies to install charging points. However, they only do that if there's a demand. Sending an email to your local council, to your local MP, will help. They do want to know. They will not go around and, you know, install the charging points randomly. They want to know when and where they should be installed. I have actually seen people in London getting their own dedicated parking space with their own dedicated uh, charging uh, unit because that's what their uh, local council made available to them. So once again, go around and ask because they might be able to do that for you. Lastly, I do have to mention the fact that pretty much every EV on the market, as far as I know, comes with uh, what's known affectionately as a granny charger, which is just a, your your small brick that comes with a car that you can plug into your three-pin socket in the house or any other place, which basically means if you have access to electricity, which most of us do, you're going to be able to charge your car. So let's just say you have a friend, family, neighbour with a drive, with a three-pin socket. Get yourself an extension lead and you can plug in. If you own an EV and you don't have your own dedicated charging, you do have to have an extension lead, if, if only for emergencies. Of course, charging using the granny charger isn't fast. It takes anything from 0 to 10 hours to charge your car because it's only outputting 3 kilowatts. 
in case of my Nissan Leaf, it would, in theory, take about 10 hours from zero to full. So just to quickly recap, you want to have an EV, awesome, but you don't have a dedicated parking spot. Here's a few tips for you. Look around if, there's, if there are any available parking charging uh, points in your area. Use an app such as PlugShare. You'll be able to quickly identify all public and shared charging spots in your area. Go around and talk to your neighbours. You never know, someone in your area just might have a charging unit already installed and be willing to share it with you. Ask your neighbours with a drive if you can park on their driveway and charge from time to time. Of course, do offer to pay for electricity, but I guarantee you that uh, you'll still be better off paying uh, for uh, electricity than paying for your petrol. And you never know, you might just convert your neighbour to an EV and they will get a dedicated charging point. If you're renting, talk to your landlord. You might need to uh, participate in cost or share the cost. Quite often, an EV manufacturer will offer to install the, um, the charging point at a discount or for free. This will work out cheaper than owning a petrol or diesel car in the long run and uh, will be an added incentive for their future tenants. Talk to your employer. If you commute to work in your car, they might be able to install one for you. This might be partially covered by an olive grant. More and more people commute in EVs to work, and you might find that someone else at your workplace is interested in getting an EV to lower the, the cost of the daily commute. Remember about the, uh, the granny charger. You can use it to charge virtually anywhere. I often use it when going to pubs or hotels where I meet with people. It never hurts to ask, and quite often they will be willing to plug you in at the back of the place. You might need an extension lead for this, but they all have a utility plugs outside. Owning an EV without a dedicated charger is a bit more hassle, however it will be worth the savings. And I do encourage you just to go for it. We need more and more EVs to be registered, to show our government, and especially local councils, that there is a need for uh, local charging points to be installed. I have purposely left out the subject of plug-in hybrids as I personally do not think that they are as appealing as they were, say, five, uh, five, four years ago. It is a subject for a different episode, but in essence, they are not great as great as an EV. And let's just not kid ourselves that they do make a difference. If you absolutely have to have a car with a long range, but you do want to try electrification, go for it. But plug-in hybrids are not electric cars. And thus not required to be charged. Owning one will not make your local council install more charging points. Owning a pure EV will. Okay, I think that's all I've got to say on this subject. Uh, as always, you know, thank you for listening. If you got any questions, any comments, go to facebook.com slash takeitev or leave us a comment at takeitev on Twitter. Thank you for your time and take it EV.